With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The U.S. is struggling to speed up the Kabul airlift. U.S. officials say the pace of evacuations of Americans and Afghan allies at the Kabul airport is picking up as a chaotic week draws to an end. Every report we see of someone unable to reach the airport uh, is of concern. State Department spokesman Ned Price said Thursday 6,000 people had been newly cleared for evacuation, a major increase over previous days. The United States military um, is undertaking a gargantuan airlift operation right now. But with President Biden's August 31st deadline for complete withdrawal of U.S. troops less than two weeks away, it is unclear how many people are in need of evacuation. Some estimates of U.S. Afghan citizens and family range from 11,000 to 15,000. Tens of thousands of others may also be seeking an exit. Mike Gracia, Washington. Also at SRNNews.com, signs of hope in earthquake-ravaged Haiti. Just days after a 7.2 magnitude quake struck the island, shipments of food, water, and medicine are coming to arrive from the United States. Donations from Americans are making all the difference, according to the spokesman from the FARA-based Christian nonprofit relief organization Food for the Poor. These people are absolutely in dire need. I mean, they have lost everything they ever owned. And our containers, we have confirmed, have arrived safely. They weren't harmed by the grace of God. So thousands of families will have things, something to look forward to. SRN News has made it easy for listeners who wish to help the earthquake victims. Do so on our website, srnnews.com. Simply click the Help Haiti banner at the top of the homepage. On Wall Street, Dow futures are down 96 points early. The Nasdaq's off by 22. The S&P 500 is down 12. This is SRN News. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Lawyer, author, host of Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News, Mark Levin is here every weekday evening from 6 till 9 p.m. on AM 600 WBOB and FM 101.1. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. A photo going viral on social media shows people sick with COVID lying on the floor of the downtown Jacksonville library while waiting for antibody treatment. Toma Dean is a woman who was seen in one of the photos, said she had been suffering from COVID and pneumonia for two weeks. She'd been in and out of the ER. The Fleming Island resident said when her 16-year-old son took her to the library for treatment, she could barely stand. A man has been charged with first-degree murder in the 1985 slaying of a Jacksonville teen. Leslie McRae was kidnapped from her St. John's Avenue apartment and found dead hours later. JSO announcing that a Duval County grand jury has indicted David Nelson Austin on the charge of first-degree murder. They say DNA evidence led them to Austin. He had been behind bars in Michigan since 1991. And a former Miami football player charged with the 06 murder of one of his teammates. He's been arrested in Marion County. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Good morning. We'll see partly cloudy skies early, thunderstorms in the afternoon. The high today near 95. Isolated thunderstorms early tonight, then partly cloudy after midnight. 76 will be our low, and right now it's 77 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. New poll numbers show President Biden's approval rating has dropped below 50% for the first time this year. 
U.S. government officials confirm the Taliban has possession of $6 billion worth of military hardware, including 2,000 U.S. Army armored vehicles and over 30 aircraft. And gun manufacturers say if President Biden and the Democrats revoke lawsuit protections for the gun industry, the cost of firearms will heavily increase. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Hey, it's Friday. We are set and ready to go all the way with you to 9 a.m. Good morning. It's Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, most of you on your way to work, getting ready to work. I promise you, your morning will go a lot faster by continuing to listen to us. Ed and Roger again right here on Talk Radio WBOB. There are still organizations out there, conservative groups even trying to find out some, but mostly just leave it to the newspapers like the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. As most and more are pointing out that the drop in intelligence with Afghanistan, where the president says he doesn't recall any of this, but according to host special report Brett Baer, the intelligence continued to warn the State Department about the Afghan and the Taliban in Afghan still taking over many of the provinces. State Department officials, two dozen of them at the Kabul embassy, sent a memo to top brass last month warning of the potential collapse of Kabul soon after the August 31st troop withdrawal deadline. Two dozen State Department officials serving at the Kabul embassy who send this memo to Secretary of State Antony Blinken and another top State Department official last month with specific warnings of rapid territorial gains by the Taliban and the subsequent collapse, they believed, of the Afghan security force. The report said recommendations were offered on ways to mitigate the crisis and speed up an evacuation. U.S. Intel now confirms that the Taliban is now in possession of $6 billion worth of U.S. military hardware. The latest with this, Fox News national correspondent Jennifer Griffin. Billions of dollars of U.S. military hardware now in the hands of the Taliban. U.S. officials estimate the Taliban now control at least 2,000 U.S. armored vehicles, between 30 and 40 aircraft, and an untold number of small arms like these displayed by Taliban fighters in recent days. Night vision, 50 caliber machine guns, and helicopter gunships. The GAO estimates the U.S. provided the Afghan army nearly 600,000 weapons and 75,000 vehicles between 2003 and 2016. The Taliban now fully armed courtesy of the U.S. taxpayer. President Biden's approval number drops below 50% for the first time this year. President Biden's approval rating is sinking fast as multiple crises pile up and it could screw things up for Democrats in the midterms next year. The real clear politics average shows Biden's approval slipping below 50% for the first time this year. That's on top of Democrats already sounding the alarm about their terrible messaging. Rising crime, the border, a spike in COVID cases. That's from the Fox Business Network. Dagan McDowell, news anchor for Fox News. Dana Perina points out that even with the Afghan debacle that's taken place, You've seen the president's numbers go down. It may have and make it a tougher time for him, the Democrats, to push forward a more of a big spending agenda. It was already going to be very difficult for President Biden to try to get through this massive agenda. You've got the infrastructure bill, uh, the debt ceiling issues coming up, reconciliation they want to do, the voting bills that they want to do. But you add a Kabul commission to the mix 
and it's going to slow everything down. President Biden, the Democrats have told gun manufacturers we're coming after you and they want to revoke frivolous lawsuit protections against the industry. Now gun dealers are saying that if this happens, you will see the cost of ammunition and firearms go through the roof. Ongoing effort to get rid of the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Getting rid of that act would drive firearm prices through the roof and then eventually would cause gun manufacturers to close their doors. But what Biden and team want to do, remove those protections so that gun manufacturers can be held liable for what criminals do with firearms. That is gun columnist for Breitbart News, A.W.R. Hawkins. A Florida judge yesterday refused to dismiss a lawsuit by parents challenging the executive order of Governor Ron DeSantis that parents should decide whether their children should wear a mask to battle against the COVID-19 and the Delta variant out there. But now a Circuit County, Leon County judge has cleared the way for a hearing to see whether or not should it be enforced or should it be considered unconstitutional? Districts have not yet challenged the state's opt-out requirement in the courts, but on Thursday, a circuit court judge considered a challenge to the state's requirement brought by parents. The hearing was on the state's motion to dismiss the suit, but the judge indicated he would allow the case to go forward. The state argued if allowed to go forward, the judge would find himself legislating from the bench. Statewide reporter Jake Stefan and Amazon who has been accused of messing things up for Main Street retailers out there. Guess what they plan to do, Raj? They're going to become a Main Street retailer. They're going to become a Main Street retailer. (laughs) Here we go. Wall Street Journal is reporting that they're going to open up stores and it could be coming to a city near you. Here's the latest with Yahoo Finance. Amazon department store the retail giant according to the wall street journal reportedly looking to expand its brick and mortar presence here's what we've learned from the journal report uh, reportedly these stores are going to be about thirty thousand square feet that that's a smaller footprint than the traditional department stores no specifics on what's actually going to be sold but the thinking is that they probably will try to feature some of their private label goods and florida governor ron DeSantis told law enforcement this week that he's going to send proposals to the legislature meeting that he wants to include one-time $5,000 bonuses to recruit new law enforcement officers to the state. So that's uh, what's going on right now. we got a lot more news to cover coming up in just a couple of moments. Ed and Roger, Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Some slow traffic on Zoo Parkway headed north right past 295 and our usual light traffic around NAS Jacks. You'll add about three minutes in both locations and if there's anything you see, give us a call. 901 SAFE. Cloud sunshine then rain by afternoon the high 95. This evening early showers then cloudy after midnight 77 the low right now it is 77 degrees. Water is life. The human body is over 70% water by weight. People everywhere are looking for the highest quality water possible to replenish their bodies and quench their thirst. Provide it for them and own your own business. Become the newest LeBlue Ultra Pure Bottled Water Licensee. LeBlue is looking to expand into Savannah, Southern Georgia, and into Jacksonville. LeBlue has a 40-year history in the bottled water industry with more than 1 million people drinking LeBlue daily. Compare LeBlue's taste and purity with any other bottled water and let your body make the choice. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink LeBlue bottled water every day. LeBlue is the purest, best-tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. 
Our bodies love Le Bleu, and yours will too. Le Bleu Ultra Pure Bottled Water. It's simply common sense. Look into this incredible opportunity. LeBleu.com. That's L-E-B-L-E-U.com. The Brandon Groover News Hour, Fridays 5 to 6 on WBOB, has accurately predicted the outcome of the presidential election and the Georgia Senate race. Hear the newsmakers and join in at 831-0600. Brandon has examined the fraying of American society from declining church attendance, anti-Americanism, and racial strife. This Friday, Brandon will focus on the American family unit and why marriage rates must stabilize. Tune in Friday 5 to 6 on WBOB. Sponsored by Elite Home Health and Frito-Lay. Financial Issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Governor DeSantis unveils proposals to help recruit more police officers for the state of Florida. On Thursday, a Florida judge refused to dismiss a lawsuit challenging the order by Governor DeSantis that allows parents to decide whether their children wear masks at school. And the Wall Street Journal reports Amazon plans to open up brick-and-mortar department stores across the country. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, good morning. Coming up on 13 minutes after 6 a.m., Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, a little more, a couple more clips. Uh, President Biden was released of his interview with George Stephanopoulos at ABC News over the um, withdrawal debacle that's taken place in Afghanistan. The uh, president's not low over the map. Remember, it was highly unlikely and it's not going to happen that the Taliban is going to take over. Well, then I was told that, okay, our U.S. intel said it might happen sometime by the end of next year. And now he's saying that, well, there really wasn't no consensus on what may happen. Here's the clip. There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said, "Yeah, play clip. Yeah, clip number eight. That it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year." Your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about twenty five hundred troops. No, they didn't. It was split. Wait, no, they didn't. But it was split. Hmm. Okay. So, so basically, some did, and maybe not all agreed. Yeah. Just tell me that. I'll take that. Okay. No, that, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. So no one, no one told your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. Well, we know that's not true. We got, I think we got some more of the clips here where they were told, okay, they were told here that the intelligence said, yes, it is. You need to put more there. Hold on. It got, here's one of the other clips. With this Fox News Jackie Heinrich, here's the clip. In July, the president was asked if a Taliban takeover was inevitable. He said no, calling it highly unlikely. Now he's admitting the intelligence community did not fully agree. Biden, who admitted surprise at how quickly the Taliban took over, maintained this outcome was inevitable and planned for. Back in March, Fox News confirmed reports the Biden administration was embroiled in internal debate over the withdrawal. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs made an impassioned plea to keep U.S. troops in the country. President Biden denied any such warning. Hey, by the way, you, you know what his excuse was one more time? It was right here, guys, just to let you know. 
Well, well, Mr. President, uh, did, did, it, did it happen? For the last several years, we can do that. We can continue to Here do that. Here it is. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. That I can recall. Okay. Anyway, let's go more down yeah. uh, down the, uh, the this road here of dealing with the debacle taking place. Here's the story that I've really been wanting to focus on is that now U.S. intelligence says that $6 billion, which is minor compared to the amount of money we've spent, $6 billion of U.S. military hardware, 2,000 armored vehicles, 30 to 40 of airplanes, that does include combat helicopters, mm-hmm. are now in the hands of the Taliban, Fox News National um, Security Correspondent Jennifer Griffin. Billions of dollars of U.S. military hardware now in the hands of the Taliban. U.S. officials estimate the Taliban now control at least 2,000 U.S. armored vehicles, between 30 and 40 aircraft, and an untold number of small arms like these displayed by Taliban fighters in recent days. Night vision, 50 caliber machine guns, and helicopter gunships. The GAO estimates the U.S. provided the Afghan army nearly 600,000 weapons and 75,000 vehicles vehicles between 2003 and 2016. The Taliban now fully armed courtesy of the U.S. taxpayer. Oh, my word. And, and, and by the way, and some were flown mm-hmm. out. Now, this, want- this, if I were commander in chief and I'm not, I would find out where they're keeping or their Taliban bases yeah. somewhere and bomb them. Yeah. These you know are, what? This is That's our a great point. equipment. We can blow it up. That is a great point. Somebody else told me that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just blow it up when right. you're out. Obviously, aircraft are going to be kept at airports somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, to take them out. So here's the thing. Um, can the president be really blamed for this? Yeah, okay. Well, there's, there's, I know the buck stops with him. It's military intelligence out there or the lack thereof. This is what this is my question. The the Afghan army were they in control of all of this? At one point they were. Well, no, I'm saying well, I mean, or was it hey, we have military bases um in other words, when you guys need more, it's kind of like a line of credit. The bank gives you a line of credit. So, let's say Roger's got a half a million dollars for his company for a line of credit. You don't put all of it in your bank account. In other words, hey, I need to order, 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 or whatever. If you could maybe move money around. And I, I know how a line of credit works, folks. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting at is that the line of credit is still owned by the bank, even though it's your money to borrow from or your money to take from. It's your money. Okay. But you can't get it because the bank has its own base. Get what I'm saying? Okay. So my question is, did we have any of those there? I don't know. Or... Was the Taliban in a full hundred, not Taliban, excuse me, the Afghan army in a full hundred percent control of all of this? Because remember, we continue to spend boatloads of money you just heard from 2003 to 2016. The assumption I would make is if we were planning on withdrawing completely from Afghanistan, obviously we're canceling a line of credit. So we would turn that over to what we thought would be a longer lasting Taliban government, and they surrendered within 11 days to the Taliban. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I find very interesting. And handed over the equipment we gave them. Yeah, and remember the the other big question, which you just heard from the clip, is what was the U.S. intelligence here? Again, one more time, Brett Baer, where there is a discussion. Now, in other words, is the president throwing his own intel under the bus about whether or not did they know that the wave was coming of the Taliban? 
State Department officials, two dozen of them at the Kabul embassy, sent a memo to top brass last month warning of the potential collapse of Kabul soon after the August 31st troop withdrawal deadline. Two dozen State Department officials serving at the Kabul embassy who sent this memo to Secretary of State Antony Blinken and another top State Department official last month with specific warnings of rapid territorial gains by the Taliban and the subsequent collapse, they believed, of the Afghan security forces. The report said recommendations were offered on ways to mitigate the crisis and speed up an evacuation. Now, they're supposed to have these hearings. The Democrats have already announced them. And that's why, as I got to admit, politically, that's smart for them to do this right now. And the Democrats are furious with Democrat President Joe Biden right now. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a pretty sight. So now they're calling for, like, the cabal, or Mm -hmm. as a cobble, you know, hearings on there, about whether or not what did they know. And that's fine with me. I mean, they did this under Trump 24-7. Why not do it with Biden? What did they know? What... To me, I want to know what was the intelligence part that broke down. Because you have military officials out there saying, hey, they're taking more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And maybe you thought that somehow you've been in conversation with them that, oh, they're going to be nice guys until we finally get the last plane out. Right. You know, I, I mean, I am not a conspiracist, but this is my years as a reporter. And normally what you cover as a journalist, when you think things through and don't be one sided, yeah, put them on hold, Roger, real quick. Put them on hold for a second. This is what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking that if no, this is just me, Raj, I could be totally wrong on this, but I want some of you to follow me here, that if no, and it is a, oh, it is a cluster mess. We've got to get Americans out of there right now. Yes. If Americans are out and there are none that are injured, dead, whatever, I I understand this, you don't, the optics are bad right now. I bet you right now that the White House officials are in talks with the Taliban going, dudes, let us through and name your price. Think about that. Interesting. I'm I'm just telling you, I wouldn't pass it by my government to do this. Hey, listen. And they call it humanitarian aid. Hey, listen. The Trump administration. This is is food for the children. Which I liked a lot of his policies. Hmm. The Trump administration was negotiating (laughs) with the Taliban, folks, as well. I understand that theirs was a little bit more different to sit down and have peace talks with the Afghan, uh, the uh, Afghan leaders. I, I get it. And what's so ironic, what's so par- paradoxical, if you look at, and I haven't verified this recently, so I have to go look it up. I think we started the Taliban. We helped to help them form when we were, you know. Yeah, the Mujahideen. The, 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 the Mujahideen right. back when uh, the Russians, the Soviet Union, invaded back during the Carter administration. Th- yeah. We helped to create that insurgency called the Taliban. Taliban is basically our baby. Who do you, who do, who do, <laughs> who, who do you think funded Iraq in the 80s against was, Iran? We did. Yeah. I'm just telling you. I mean, at the time, I mean. I mean, at the time, Saddam, it was the best thing to do, right? Saddam Hussein said that Ronald Reagan was his favorite president. <laughs> so much wow. in common with those on the right in America. <laughs> All right. More coming up next. Oh, my gosh. 904-831-0600. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? A bit of light traffic on 295 headed south just past 9B. You're going to add about two extra minutes and then some light traffic on Collins Road headed east right at Blanding Boulevard. Add an extra three minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Cloud, sunshine, then rain by afternoon, the high 95. 
This evening, early showers, then cloudy after midnight, 77 the low. Right now, it is 77 degrees. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20 some odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends, but citizens. That builds up. And then I got sent home for medical treatment. They told me straight up, hey, you got problems. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. And we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them, a good dog. And so we kind of have guided conversations, what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show continue to watch very closely as thousands of Americans wait to see whether they will be successfully airlifted out of Kabul after the Taliban's taking control of that whole country. Plus, Clay, what do you got? Also, we'll continue to track down what's going on with the latest on COVID mandates, all that and more. It'll be the Clay and Buck Show. Come hang with us. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. All right, let's take a quick, and the word is quick. Let's take a quick call. George, what's up, man? Yeah, on, on gun control. Uh, Biden's trying to do the same thing here that uh, the Afghan government did with its people. They took their guns away. There were a lot of Afghans in the street uh, protesting. Uh, the Taliban were ready to kill them, and they needed guns. We should have given them guns when we were leaving. That's number one. Number two, foreign governments, Japan and, and, uh, and Germany, were afraid to face an armed U.S. citizenry in World War II. It's one reason they only inv- invaded a couple islands out in, in Alaska and sent a couple of submarines with saboteurs. They were terrified of America. That's what Hitler did. Hitler took away all your guns, didn't he? That's right. But now, just to be fair, some of my conservative friends are going to like this comment. Biden is not going down the route of the Taliban and Hitler. I just want to preface that. 
All right. I mean, when Hitler took over Germany, so they, that's one of the things they, they did was take away your guns. It's not the same thing, right, yeah. Raj? They're doing this yeah. by trying to go after gun manufacturers, which we're going to talk about in a few moments. They're not coming to your doors. That, and I'm not saying you said that, George. I'm just letting you know that I have to clarify all this. I think it's, important. it's not the same thing. And it's important to understand what the motive is. Obviously, you know, the worldview is a little different. Uh, those who are advocates of Second Amendment rights really are, you know, concerned about the, yeah. the ability to protect themselves, uh, enjoy hunting. And also, if you know yeah. all heck breaks out, yeah, they I just, to, but those on the left aren't thinking about I all heck breaking that. out. But I just, I, they just I, think we're not responsible enough to own them, right, George? <laughs> and I'm just, I, let me just say this: I am very protective of the Ed and Roger brand. And I'm being serious. I'm very protective of the conservative brand because conservatism is around issues, not around one person. We're not, okay. a, we're not a cult of personality. That's right. Okay. But the bottom line is, is that when you start saying, "Well," I, and I understand what you're, I understand what you're, what the area you're talking about. But when you start talking about, well, Biden's, no, Biden is not doing the same thing that the Taliban is doing. You got it's, they're not killing people. Biden isn't. They're not knocking on your doors asking for your guns. Well, that's they, I'm telling you, folks, it ain't going to happen right now. Not in my lifetime. I, listen, I remember you know, when you hear the Taliban talking about they're going to give the women more freedom. And no, they're, no, they're not under Sharia law. It ain't happened. I remember when Sharia law was being talked about. I get all of my some of my Area 51 conservative friends. Sharia law is about ready to happen. I said, tell me what's happening. They couldn't name you one area where it's happening. Mm. Sharia law will never, 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 never happen in this state and in this country. Okay. For three reasons. God, guns. <laughs> I don't even think I need a third one. It just ain't gonna happen, huh. folks. It ain't going to happen. I used to have to have these big arguments with some of these people that that I just really respect. But again, it's the conspiracy crowd. Sharia Sharia law has never and will never be allowed in this country. Okay? So anyway. What right. has some people concerned, though, is in the United Kingdom, in England, they have, um, what do we call it in America, uh, non-binding arbitration. They allow certain groups, Muslims, to have their own you know, civil uh, settlements based on Sharia law to some extent. Is that happening here? No. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. Where they see that as being a Western country and they don't want to spread. It makes them a little nervous. You know, I get that. Yeah, I don't. It, it just, it's just not happening, folks. All right. More coming up next. The latest numbers on President Biden and your guns. If they get rid of the lawsuit protections. And by the way, they are really going down that road. The cost of owning a firearm could go just through the roof. We'll talk about this more coming up next. And Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, the conservative voice of Jacksonville, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. The U.S. military says it's ramping up evacuations out of Afghanistan and that 7,000 civilians have been taken out of the country since August 14th. Joint Staff um, Major General Hank Taylor says the military now has enough aircraft to evacuate up to 9,000 people daily. A federal appellate court has refused to delay implementation of a judge's order reinstating a top Trump administration policy, forcing thousands to wait in Mexico while seeking asylum in the U.S. 
As of Haiti's 7.2 magnitude earthquake, a tropical storm, and the coronavirus pandemic weren't enough. The trembler has also damaged the only medical oxygen plant in southern Haiti. And Asian stock markets are falling as worries surrounding the spread of the Delta variant again take center stage. More details at srnews.com. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. A picture that was taken inside the downtown Jacksonville antibody treatment site at the library is showing patients on the floor while waiting for treatment. The pic has gone viral. Louis Lopez snapped it on his cell phone. The picture doesn't convey is these people were in pain. They were miserable. They were really suffering. City officials confirmed that the picture was taken inside the center. A Jacksonville City representative said the volume of patients more than doubled Wednesday. A Michigan inmate has been arrested in the 1985 murder of a Jacksonville teenager, Leslie McCray. On Christmas Eve of that year, she lived in an apartment on St. John's Avenue. She and her boyfriend were tied up. She was taken against her will out of the apartment, and the 17-year-old's body was found on the side of the road a short time later. JSO says DNA led them to solving the cold case. And an ex-Hurricanes football player has been arrested for the 06 murder of a teammate. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Hey there, Congresswoman Kat Kamak here, your conservative voice in our nation's capital. Whether it's recovering your hard-earned money from the IRS, ensuring our veterans receive the benefits and care they deserve, applying for or renewing a passport, or any other variety of issues, constituent services are my top priority. If we can help you, your family, or your business, please reach out to our team in our Orange Park office at 904-276-9626. I'm Kat Kamak, and it's my honor to serve you. This ad was paid for with official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? A bit of light traffic on 295 headed south just past 9B. You're going to add about two extra minutes and then some light traffic on Collins Road headed east right at Blanding Boulevard. Add an extra three minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Cloud sunshine, then rain by afternoon, the high 95. This evening, early showers, then cloudy after midnight, 77 below. Right now, it is 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The U.S. government confirms the Taliban has possession of $6 billion worth of military hardware, including 2,000 U.S. armored personnel vehicles and over 30 aircraft. Gun manufacturers say if President Biden and the Democrats revoke lawsuit protections for the gun industry, the cost of firearms will heavily increase. And new poll numbers show President Biden's approval rating has dropped below 50% for the first time this year. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, we got some good podcasts lined up for you after the morning show. Go to wbob.com, click on right where it says the Ed Dean Extra, that you get extra of me and Raj. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so a lot of things we can kind of, you know, develop more. Uh, that we don't have time because of the morning show. So, mm-hmm. again, that's WBOB.com. All right, let's continue on with the news. Ed Dean, hold on for a second. Roger Henderson, I'm going to play a couple clips here before I get to Barney. Okay. Uh, the president's poll numbers have dropped for the first time. Not that I'm all excited about it. I mean, his numbers have been going south, uh, which will explain the timeline, possibly in the beginning of May. Here is from the Fox Business Network, Dagan McDowell, 
where the president's poll numbers have now dropped according to the Real Clear Politics daily average out there. President Biden's approval rating is sinking fast as multiple crises pile up and it could screw things up for Democrats in the midterms next year. The Real Clear Politics average shows Biden's approval slipping below 50% for the first time this year. That's on top of Democrats already sounding the alarm about their terrible messaging, rising crime, the border, a spike in COVID cases. Now here's another one, uh, Jesse Waters, co-host of Fox News, The Five, says here's the breakdown of when it happened and we started seeing all these numbers go south for the president. The Biden slip started in May, June with the right track, wrong track question that they ask. And it was going well, remember? It's gonna be the summer of love. America's back, baby. That's not what happened. It started to deteriorate big time right when the border catastrophe was at its zenith. Gas prices started to go up and labor shortage. Small business couldn't find workers, so people were pessimistic. He flip-flops on masks as Delta comes up, and then Afghanistan just put him below 50. Yep, and Dana Perino, anchor on Fox News, says that uh, the Biden agenda, especially... On top with what's going on in Afghanistan, uh, may just possibly um, just slow things down for the uh, Biden agenda coming up that he wants to get through of infrastructure and other bills as well. It was already going to be very difficult for President Biden to try to get through this massive agenda. You've got the infrastructure bill, uh, the debt ceiling issues coming up, reconciliation they want to do, the voting bills that they want to do. But you add a Kabul commission to the mix and it's going to slow everything down. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was going to have a challenge, and it is taking place about whether or not his executive order is constitutional when it comes to mask-wearing mandates. Here's the latest from statewide reporter Jake Stefan. Districts have not yet challenged the state's opt-out requirement in the courts, but on Thursday, a circuit court judge considered a challenge to the state's requirement brought by parents. The hearing was on the state's motion to dismiss the suit, but the judge indicated he would allow the case to go forward. Now, let me set this up because I want to get to our good friend, very well-known columnist uh, with uh, FloridaDaily.com and former Democratic Executive Director of the Florida Democratic Party here in Florida, Barney Bishop. So, Barney, I want to talk about these poll numbers um, in a moment. He's got some breaking news here. But, so this was about the executive order, which I, I've already said I wish this would have become a state law. I'm, I'm not a big fan of all the executive orders out there because the executive orders can be a little flimsy when it comes to the courts having said this about whether or not parents can make the final decision how could you be against a lawsuit with that and so some of the poll numbers out there nationwide they sit back and say barney hey listen the governor's making a mistake 79 percent or is it 65 to 70 support among with well, democrats 79 percent support mask wearing mandates in the school the polls have been all over the map on this issue what do you got for us well, the latest poll that just was published yesterday came out of Florida Atlantic University down in South Florida. Yeah. And they polled between August 13th and August 16th. It showed that 51% of Floridians support the governor on his optional mask. Wow. And uh, 40% oppose, 9, 9% unsure. So though it's 51% just barely over a majority it's 11 point spread between that's that the key and point, yeah. the people that oppose it so what you have is a very vocal a very vocal plurality of people that are complaining about it but the vast majority of parents want to be able to decide for themselves not allow government to substitute for their best judgment 
whether their children should have to wear a mask in school or not. You know, Barney, you know, me and Raj talk about this daily on the radio show. I'm just just based on now follow. I want the audience to follow me for a second because I'm not a fan of the mask wearing mandates. Right. But I understand the option that a lot of school districts want local control. I get that as well. But I'll get to that in a second. Barney, are you surprised by reading the news media and how they're covering everything here in Florida uh, that San- DeSantis is anti-mask, which he is not. He's anti-mask mandates. He's not. Barney, right. I'm surprised that those numbers of of, of of against the governor. In other words, they would support mask mandates. I would think, based on what the media said, that the percentage of those supporting the governor would have dropped in the 40s and the 51% of those supporting a mask mandate. Were you surprised? But I mean, those numbers, are, to me, yes. would have been a little bit surprising. Yes. No, I, think, I agree with you. In fact, I think they're very surprising because what the mainstream media keeps pounding is they're going to find every negative that they possibly can. If they can't, they're going to make it up. So, yeah, they've given voice to all of these people that are opposed. But the reality is that the vast majority of Floridians support this. And I serve on the board of a a public tuition-free charter school here in Tallahassee. And we were the first school in Leon County to announce two weeks ago when our school superintendent said you have to wear a mask. We said we're not going to make our children wear a mask. Now, you can wear one if you want. But you don't. You're not mandated. And yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, yeah we did. And, Go ahead, Ryan. Just just because someone doesn't want the government telling them, okay, you have got to. They don't want to have their parental rights taken away. Right. There could be parents who are very strong on making sure their kids wear a mask. They just don't want the government making them. Right. But I'll tell you what. I got trolled by a woman that's a liberal Democrat here in Tallahassee. And when going back and forth on Facebook, I find out that eventually that her children are unvaccinated because of health reasons. Well, that's an entirely legitimate reason. Right. right. So what she's basically saying, though, is in her position is, well, because my children cannot take a vaccination. I demand that every other child have to wear a mask. Well, you know what? It doesn't work that way in this country. What you need to do is homeschool your children because you're not going to put your children that are unvaccinated in any school, public or private, where 100 percent of the time the kids are going to wear a mask. 100 percent of them. Yeah, well, under the age isn't going to happen under the age of 12. They aren't even allowed to get the vaccine yet. So, right. And, and, And it's coming. But look. This idea that the mask is the solution is wrong because the studies show that a cloth mask is at best only 20% efficacious. The surgical masks that you see, the blue ones that we all had for a long time, those are only 40%. And even the N95 mask that I wear now on rare occasions is only at best 80 percent so the cloth mask that most kids are wearing is yeah it's it's all best. it's all show in many cases it it's, it's, as they say it's it's i mean excuse me and be a little politer it's symbol it's substance over symbol no it's symbolism wait it's symbolism over substance yeah. right that's what yeah. it is and a lot yeah. of people wear them wrong exactly. especially kids they have them drop below their nose i mean that has no effect yeah. anyway kind of like the pants okay <laughs> so anyway you like that one. Hey, Barney, Barney, here's a – I want to play for you. You are very close with uh, Marion Hammer, who is uh, the, uh, yeah. the the big one. When it comes NRA. to the NRA, man, you are very close to her. Yeah. I've, I've, I met her through you, and I know you're heavily involved in the NRA here in the state of Florida. Here is Breitbart's gun columnist, A.W.R. Hawkins, where the Democrats still insist that they want to pursue going after the lawsuit protections of frivolous lawsuits after gun manufacturers. Here's the clip. Ongoing effort to get rid of the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Getting rid of that act would drive firearm prices through the roof. And then eventually, 
would cause gun manufacturers to close their doors. But what Biden and team want to do, remove those protections so that gun manufacturers can be held liable for what criminals do with firearms. Now, of course, the about yeah. seven or eight attorney generals out there that are Democratic are trying to uh, collude with the White House uh, about doing something about this through some of the lawsuits. And, of course, uh, they want to go after some of the finance companies to no longer finance gun dealerships out there, or and or I should say the gun manufacturers. Barney, I don't know if this is going to bode well for them, but I believe they're going to try to bring this up uh, between now and maybe the 2022 elections, or you think they may not do it. What's your take no no i think you're absolutely right they're going to bring it up because it's a wedge issue and one that they think motivates their folks but look it ain't going to happen in congress it never has it never will at least for the foreseeable future and frankly even if it did the united states supreme court's going to knock it down look this is just the democratic play sheet they use race they use right. uh, a, a, a planned parenthood they use guns. These are all wedge issues to try to motivate their folks. They're uh, racist in what they try to do, and they try to scare people. And that also goes back to the COVID. Look, Democrats are fearful. Republicans, I believe, take personal responsibility. They're vigilant. That's a huge difference. Well, I mean, I'm a little fearful, too. That's, that's why I buy more guns. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I love it. Me, too. Yeah, I know, man. Bar- anyway, I won't talk about Barney. Bar- never mind. Anyways, <laughs> Barney, I, I'm like, Barney, come on. Uh, you guys got hunting together, right? Sell me that gun, Barney. Yeah. No, Ed. I'm like, Barney, I've never shot Barney. All right, anyway. Barney I Bishop. I don't sell them. <laughs> I know. Barney Bishop, uh, our good friend, former uh, Florida executive director of the uh, Florida Democratic Party, here with Ed Dean and Roger Henderson. All right, hey, real quick, um, by the way, so Barney, um, real quick before I let you go, um, I, I was going to have this chat with Barney. So you, you see all this nonsense going on in Afghanistan with the Taliban. Oh my and god! So, but I, I got to get find these clips. But they call people like me and Barney, and maybe you, Raj. Um, they, 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 some of the leftists is referred to conservatives like Taliban because they say that we don't support women's rights and certain like women's equal pay. That's like the Taliban, or we we don't want, we don't support gay rights. Or like this. I'm like. Really? I'm not hanging people. What are you talking about? So yeah. it's just kind of funny how some of the uh, – but they're pretty quiet as of lately, aren't they, Barney, the Democrats on this? Oh, my gosh. You don't see any Democrats on television except I did see a woman, that a female Democrat that was on the Foreign Affairs Committee who came out and actually gently criticized the president and said she wanted answers. But, no, you don't see Nancy Pelosi. The, the president is back in, in the basement now. It's called the bunker. It's uh, at Camp David, or it's in the basement of the White House. This guy, listen, if they can't get the teleprompter close enough so that he can read it, he doesn't know what to say. And by the and way, he answer okay. he's supposed to make an address to the nation at 1 o'clock to this afternoon. He's yeah, he should have done the other. But yeah, real quick. Well, that's because. Go yeah, ahead, Barney. Because they've been practicing the speech for the last two days. Okay. Yeah, how do you come out with what's going on and not talk about Afghan, but you talk about COVID? That was yeah. all. Wouldn't, yeah. Didn't take any oh, questions. Anyway. No. No. After the Stephanopoulos it's a, it's interview. A mortal weakness. It's a mortal weakness for the president. And this idea that Kamala is going to be the president. Look, she's the most unpopular right. president since Dan Quayle. And that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. She will never be president. Exactly. Unless he dies in office. Exactly. Well, we don't want any of that, but I'm with you. So. She's DOA. All right, she's Barney Bishop. Good to have you on, brother. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Okay. All right, man. I want to give him a couple extra minutes. Who, uh, who gets, I don't know if that was smart, but anyway, I'm just who, kidding. Who gets the most game when you guys go hunting together? Him or you? Who's um, better? No, he and I who's will go. Hunter? He and I, well, there is no better. I mean, I'm, listen, 
I'm like a Native American. I'll track these things down, okay? Mm-hmm. Like Daniel Boone. I don't think Daniel Boone was Native American, but anyway. But the movies, you know, had them together with those of the Indian culture of what you could track down bear and everything mm-hmm. else, but I don't hunt bear. But, you know, when we go hunting, we're in the stands, and if we don't, listen, we see deer, but I'm not always reaching for my gun. Management says we can take a deep sea fishing trip one day. We've got to figure out how to I'm not going with the rest of you guys around here to go deep sea fishing. Really? Uh, I'll go river fishing, but I'm not going 30 miles out with you guys. And okay, I No see. safety net. And no dreaming me. That's right. No, it's not that. All right, more. <laughs> I want to see tomorrow. All, All right, right, 646, Ed Roger, Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Still early, so our roads are still pretty smooth for the most part, but there is some light traffic on Southside Boulevard headed south right before Phillips. You're going to add an extra three minutes and then some slow traffic on Bay Meadows Road headed east a little before Southside. Add an extra couple minutes there as well. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Cloud sunshine, then rain by afternoon, the high 95. This evening, early showers, then cloudy after midnight, 77 the low. Right now, it is 77 degrees. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 844 55 Bible. That's 844 55 Bible. 844 55 Bible. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. Uh, I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. This is Paul Stassi, Executive Director of City Rescue Mission, and we're celebrating 75 years of making a difference in our community. With the original purpose of Soup, Soap, and Salvation, we have continued to expand our services to best fit the needs of those experiencing homelessness and hardships. We couldn't do this without the generosity of your time and donations. Because of you, we're able to continue our mission of offering hope, healing, and change through the love and compassion of Jesus Christ. So we thank you, and we look forward to what God will do through us together in the next 75 years. For more information on how you can help, visit CRM Jack. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. On Thursday, a Florida judge refused to dismiss a lawsuit challenging the order by Governor DeSantis that allows parents to decide whether their children wear masks at school. The Wall Street Journal reports Amazon plans to open up brick and mortar department stores across the country. And Governor DeSantis unveils proposals to help recruit more police officers for the state of Florida. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600. 
831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Following the morning show, we, we always promote the podcast. Uh, a lot of you enjoy it. Uh, we don't sit there for an hour and a half. Some of it's very entertaining. We try to dive into uh, a little, or we, we we go a little deeper into some of the issues because with the morning show, we have a lot of traffic reports, calls, and everything else, which we're grateful to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we go a little bit more in depth. One of the clips I want to play for you is on our podcast at WBOB.com. You can listen to it right after the morning show where it says the Ed Dean Extra. I posted this last night on my Facebook page. Think about the optics. Vaccine segregation, right? Okay. I mean, technically, it's what it is, right, Raj? Right. You ain't got the vaccine? You can't well, come in. You, you got to sit over there with the other people. Or we're not going to let you in at all. Yeah. So let me set this clip up. Uh, from the Independent Women's Forum, Beverly Hallberg says, wait, so I can't fly on a plane even though my uh, uh, immune uh, my, my immune deficiency is not able to uh, obtain a vaccine because of my health, that it may do something here, but it may spike something here. Like many of you know, you can take something for your diabetes, but your cholesterol may go up on the other end. It just happens, okay? There's not Mm -hmm. anything perfect out there. Listen to what she says. When it comes to flights, there may be vaccination cards required for flights. So does that mean I'm not allowed to fly anywhere? But the CDC's own website said that people who have autoimmune diseases like myself, that the data currently does not show that it is safe for us to get the vaccine. So what am I to do? Why is it that our leaders, including Dr. Fauci, has called us the problem? Our president has called us um, stupid. And now we have these vaccine mandates around the corner that are saying we can't participate in society. So I want to point out that roughly only 23% of pregnant women are vaccinated and a large portion of the African-American population isn't vaccinated either. Right. Are these people who we're going to say can't go into a restaurant, can't fly, can't go to work? People are having to decide whether or not they're going to keep their jobs um, because they decide not. To- so I posted this on Facebook last night just to have a little fun. You ready for this one, Raj? So I said vaccine segregation, and I'm just going to paraphrase. So you mean to tell me and by the way, there's some Republicans that support this, but majority of the left, the Democrats, they support vaccine segregation. I mean, we've seen the polls out there. Mm-hmm. We we talk about them. They're the biggest group of people. Oh, you ain't got the vaccine, then you gotta you gotta go over. You got like Rogers said, you gotta sit over there mm-hmm. with with those people. Yeah. All right. Well, here's my question: If the biggest group of people that are unvaccinated are those in the black community, Rogers, right? Look at the optics. The biggest percentage are in the black community. Percentage of their demographic group, yes. Yes, that's, I'm not loud. Mm-hmm. So what I'm but saying- But there are more white people who are not I vaccinated. Agree, I, I agree with you. But, but as I'm far t- as the percentage of the black community, yes. That's absolutely. what I'm talking about. Okay. So what I'm getting at is you mean to tell me that the optics are, you're going to tell those in the black community that, it, and they probably got good <laughs> immune system. I'm just I'm just giving you both sides. You get what I'm saying, Rod? Back of the bus. But By the way, yes. And you know who- <laughs> one of our one of our black black friends that Roger and I know of well, who is a big conservative, who's a business owner, brought this issue to me. He's he's part of the vaccine crowd. He got the vaccine, but he goes, Ed, he goes, this is because this is what I posted. He goes, can you imagine what the optics are going to look like? He goes, the media would never cover. If this had been Trump, it'd be a different story. Right. But he goes, you mean to tell me that a black family? He even goes further. He goes, you mean to tell me that we all work out? He goes, my kids play football. Their immune system. My wife works out. And you mean to tell me we haven't got the vaccine because it may not be good for some of our other areas of our health? That I am going to be segregated from other people? But then again, the Democrats are notorious for segregation when you look at their history. He even goes further, Roger. No, you know, Roger knows who I'm talking about here, and he's a dear friend of the show. He also said, wait a second, what is next? That 
okay, vaccine one. Oh, now I have to get the second. I got to get the Moderna shot, the number two shot, whoever mm-hmm. it is. Or the booster. Yeah, the, he goes, oh, if I don't get the booster, he goes, where's this going to go? Oh, I got to get the eighth, ninth, tenth shot? Or otherwise, you're not going to let me sit here for mm-hmm. years when you normally allow me to sit at a certain table. He goes, Ed, the optics just don't look good. It reminds me back in the days when they had smoking and non-smoking sections of restaurants. Uh, but you couldn't tell, you know, who but they people were. people chose that. Other than the fact that they were smoking. Yeah, they chose it. But if you have everybody black on the left and everybody, you know, it's yeah. it's going to look a little odd. The, the, yeah, but, right. he, but you understand what I'm getting at. Uh-huh. Ed, you're re- no, I'm just telling you what one of our listeners said. And he has a very, very valid point on that issue as well. All right, more coming up next. 654 Ed and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Still looking at some of that light traffic around NAS, Jax. You'll add an extra couple minutes there. And what's going on at the beaches, Jeff? Smooth traffic heading east on JTB. Feel free to leave late and grab some coffee because you got plenty of time if you're heading towards the beaches. Thanks, Jeff. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy early, scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high 95. This evening, early rain, then cloudy, 76 the low. Right now, it's 76 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. There's so many different ways to give back to rescue dogs and military heroes, donating your time, your talent, and your treasure. Canines for Warriors does their very best to help you be a part of their important mission that focuses on safety. Saving lives, both furry and human. Help stop 20 veteran suicides that occur every single day. Donate at caninesforwarriors.org. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is all about safety, your safety. You maintain your car to keep safe on the road. You should maintain your home and business the same way. If you need repair or maintenance for your gated community, home, or business, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is here to serve you. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local family-owned company that prioritizes your safety. They have the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems for maintenance or installation. Visit Sunbelt S. Experience positive and encouraging teaching from renowned pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Dr. David Jeremiah. Reserve your free tickets now to attend An Evening with David Jeremiah for an unforgettable night of enriching Bible study, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Coming to Jacksonville at the ViStar Veterans Memorial Arena on Thursday, October 7th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this special one-night-only event. Get your free tickets at davidjeremiah.org tour. This year marks the 64th anniversary of Boger Shoes on Park Street. In order for a family business to celebrate 64 years, they must be doing something right, and that something is good old-fashioned customer service. For 64 years, Boger Shoes has provided orthopedic and diabetic shoes for thousands of customers in Northeast Florida. The kids are back in school, so during the month of August, Boger Shoes is offering buy one pair of kids' shoes, get the second pair for 50% off. Some restrictions apply. Boger Shoes is located in Riverside at 1014 Park Street. Whether you're looking for baby or kid shoes, adult comfort shoes, diabetic, custom, or OTC orthotics, with over 75 years of combined experience, Boger Shoes knows what it takes to make your feet feel better. Stop by 1014 Park Street in Riverside or visit them online at bogershoes.com. Boger Shoes, the answer for hurting feet. Are you worried about working till you drop, losing your job, or not being able to retire? Lifestyles Unlimited members learn how to leave those worries behind. 
Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show and discover life-changing information, like the principles we use to provide for our families and run our businesses, why you should have real estate in your portfolio, five ways real estate makes you money, and a whole lot more. Weeknights at 9 on WBOB, AM 600 and FM 101.1. The Answer. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Coming up next, we've got the latest poll numbers on uh, President Biden. His numbers have dropped uh, below 50% for the first time. Those numbers were going down, and they may continue to go down, especially a little bit when it comes to what's going on in Afghanistan. Gun, law, uh, gun manufacturers are saying that if the Democrats, and I agree, Excuse me, with Barney Bishop, I think they're going to try to bring something up this year or next year to go after gun manufacturers and gun dealers because they got to make it a bit excuse for all the crime wave that's happening in many of these big cities. The gun dealers have said, hey, listen, if this gate takes place, we thought ammunition and guns were expensive now. Yeah. Wait till all of that takes place. And the guess how many billions and billions in Carl Sagan, billions of dollars of military hardware that is now in the hands of the Taliban. We have it. Coming up next, Ed and Roger. Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville 101.1 FM W266CX Fruit Cove The Conservative Voice of Jacksonville